Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Hey, thanks for joining us. For those of you watching us on YouTube and on Facebook, nice to have you with us today. Security is tight at the Supreme Court in Manila, where oral arguments on 37 petitions challenging the anti-terror law will be held this afternoon. Adrian Aileen now joins us with the latest situation there. Adrian, what else can you tell us? Hi, Carmina. The uh, petitioners against the um, anti-terror law and their supporters held a um, two-hour rally here on uh, Padre Faura Street just beside the Supreme Court. Security was tight under policemen here guarding uh, the whole um, Padre Faura Street in front of the uh, Supreme Court. Among the uh, protesters here are um, organizations under the uh, Makabayan Bloc, uh, Kadamay, Anakpawis, Karapatan, Bayan Muna, as well as um, religious organizations, the uh, United um, uh, Church of Christ in the Philippines, and um, indigenous um, peoples from uh, Save Our Schools uh, movement. Uh, they protested against the um, law ahead of the 2.30 uh, p.m. Uh, oral arguments against the um, controversial law. Uh, the uh, the uh, representative of Makabayan Bloc, um, Representative uh, Carlos Azarate, said that um, the uh, anti-terror law uh, basically discourages some um, dissent and um, it is being used to uh, weaponize um, state authorities against, um, against poor people, against activists um, like them. Um, also among those who um, spoke here in front of the um, crowd gathered on Padre Faura Street is uh, Bishop uh, Ermejencio Padillo, who said that uh, even uh, religious groups are also uh, under threat. Um, in fact, um, the uh, rural missionaries of the Philippines were among the first ones to be um, red-tagged, uh, to be linked to um, terrorism. That's why um, all the uh, petitioners gathered here um, are um, asking the uh, Supreme Court justices to listen to the petitions, uh, to, uh, to the uh, petitioners against the 37 uh, petitions against the um, anti-terror law. The um, rally was held um, peacefully, although there were a lot of um, policemen um, gathered here um, blocking the entry of the, uh, of the uh, protesters. Um, initially, there was a negotiation between the protesters and the uh, policemen. Uh, the uh, protesters did not want um, to gather and hold their program along um, Taft Avenue as it will congest. Um, Taft Avenue, which is a bigger road, and um, they want to um, uh, they wanted to um, hold their uh, protest here uh, on Padre Faura Street, just beside the Supreme Court, and um, they were um, eventually allowed by the uh, policemen. Again, um, it was a peaceful rally, and um, the uh, protesters had just left, but they said that they will be monitoring the proceedings at the Supreme Court online. Carmina? Thanks a lot. Adrian Ayalin there joining us live at the Supreme Court in Manila. Keep safe, Adrian. The Philippine economy is sinking because of the COVID-19 pandemic, that assertion coming from President Rodrigo Duterte. But he also assures the public that his administration is doing all it can to keep the country afloat. Wala tayong inipon na pera para dyan lang kasi hindi natin alam na yung COVID dadating sa buhay natin. We are sinking deeper and deeper. Ang ekonomiya natin, mga kabuhayan ko, is masama talaga. Biro mo naman, ilang taong walang trabaho. Ilang, uh, the, 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 the economy of the Philippines is really is in bad shape. Araw-araw, we are losing 2 billion na pera para sana yun sa mga tao. 
The Philippine economy experienced its steepest recession on record last year as the pandemic paralyzed domestic activity, affecting businesses and resulting in massive job losses. President Duterte accuses the European Union of restricting the access of other countries to COVID-19 vaccines. The bloc earlier said it would restrict the export of vaccine shots produced in the 27 EU countries if its own supply was not met, following an issue with British Swedish pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca over vaccine deliveries. AstraZeneca is one of the seven vaccine manufacturers that the Philippines is in talks with for supply deals. President Duterte claims drug manufacturers are prioritizing wealthier countries. Yung AstraZeneca, hinostage ng European Union. Ang atin dito, uh, ASEAN. But we are not really as powerful as the EU. Eh, wala tayong connection, wala tayong mga, wala tayong pera. Ito labanan ito ngayon sa highest bidder nga. Kung sino yung makabayad uh, ng una. The Philippine government aims to vaccinate 100% of the country's adult population. According to Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez, the government has around $1.38 billion for its vaccination program. The funds were acquired through loans from the World Bank, the Asian Development Bank, and the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank. This will fund a total of 106 million doses of vaccines. Ang value ho niyan, uh, 1.2 billion U.S. dollars. And plus, we have 40 million doses of vaccines under COVAX. Ang costos of COVAX is only, ang contribution na natin sa COVAX for 40 million is only 84 million dollars. Itong 146 or 148 million doses will vaccinate 76 million adults, more than 100% of the adult population. We have negotiated for 92 million kasi ho, na-experience na, nababasa natin sa dyaryo, eh may mga slippage, mga delay sa delivery. Uh, there's delays in Europe, there's delay in the U.S. So, to be safe, we have uh, we are negotiating more, more than uh, what we need of 70 million. The national government has approved the nationwide vaccination plan, which will serve as a guide to local governments, starting from the evaluation and selection of vaccines up to the inoculation phase and the monitoring of vaccine recipients. The vaccination plan mandates local governments to establish an operations center and to inform the public about the immunization process. The Philippines is expected to sign definite supply agreements with vaccine manufacturers by the end of this month. That's according to Vaccine Chief Carlito Galvez Jr., who says some 108 million doses are already guaranteed for the country this year. Yung ating uh, negotiations sa supply agreement, doon po magkakaroon ang tinatawag natin transactions on the mode of payments and deliveries. Ito na po yung tunay na ano po natin kung kailan po tayo magbabayad at... Uh, 
an anong uh, araw uh, or quarter uh, magkaroon, magkaroon ng definitive na delivery. Uh, titignan po natin yung end-to-end na -end, uh, storage uh, facility na i-authorize uh, po ng DOH at uh, i-accredit po ng ating mga vaccine uh, manufacturer. This comes after the country signed term sheets with five vaccine manufacturers. Galvez refused to name these manufacturers due to confidentiality agreements. Certain COVID-19 vaccine brands are more compatible to some people than others. That's according to Philippine Food and Drug Administration Director General Eric Domingo. He says the Pfizer and AstraZeneca vaccines may not be for everyone, despite passing the FDA's regulatory board. Domingo explains Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna's candidates are examples of mRNA vaccines, which mean there may be possible side effects among those with a history of severe allergies. During the vaccination, the center should be able to, ano, people should be trained to recognize allergic reactions and should have the capability to, ano, to actually respond no, and treat this patient. As for AstraZeneca's vaccine, Domingo says it might not be best for the elderly population based on existing clinical data. When they submitted their clinical trial data, uh, AstraZeneca, most of their clinical trial participants are between the age 18 and 65. Mm. So ang Pfizer, 16 okay. and above pwede. Oh, oh. Ang AstraZeneca, 18 and above lamang natin siya ginamit. Meron ding above 65 pero konti lang. Okay. And the uh, German ano, uh, uh, Medicines Authority decided na this is not enough for us to give a uh, license for it to use above 65. But most countries, including us, no agree that there is compelling evidence that it is still useful in uh -oh. patients above 65. Unang pa lang talaga. Meanwhile, Moderna is set to meet with the FDA on Wednesday to present the findings of its COVID-19 vaccine. Domingo notes Moderna will be quite easy to evaluate because it has already secured emergency use authorization from stringent regulatory authorities abroad. New protocols are being implemented for passengers arriving in the Philippines. As Jackie Manaba tells us, international passengers will be tested for COVID-19 days after they arrive in the country. No more swab tests upon arrival at the airport. This is the new protocol following the lapse of the travel restrictions for passengers from over 30 countries with the new COVID-19 variant. Instead, the passenger of the international flight will take the COVID-19 test at the quarantine facility on the sixth day upon arrival. For those who arrived February 1st, they will undergo swab test on February 6th. The results will be issued the next day. Iisa-isahing uh, isaswab doon sa mga hotel nila. Uh, noon, dito lang namin nasaswab lahat. Ngayon, kailangan ng mobile swabbing teams para maswab lahat ng mga dumating na pasayero. So dahil isang swab na lang, maaaring uh, kaya pa nating dagdagan ng arrivals. At saka mas maigsi na lang ang uh, stay sa quarantine facilities ng mga pasayerong dumarating. That is why it is crucial for inbound passengers, specifically the non-OFWs, to book a hotel accommodation for at least seven days. The Bureau of Immigration warns those who will present fake bookings will be deported. Ang foreign nationals kasi that were cleared for entry already, pero napag, napag, uh, alaman po ng uh, Department of Tourism na fake 
po yung kanilang mga pinakitang quarantine facility na booking sa immigration. Yung mga foreign nationals po ay babalik po sa, De- sa Bureau of Immigration para po sa deportation proceeding. For OFWs, the government will assign a quarantine facility for them. Once the negative test results are out, the passengers will be turned over to their respective local government units where they will be expected to go on home quarantine or quarantine at their local barangay to complete the required 14 days. Foreign passport holders and those with tourist visas are still not allowed to enter the country unless they can present a valid Philippine visa a foreign airline crew ID, or prove they have Filipino spouses or children or parents that are with them during the flight. The IATF did not extend the earlier travel ban despite the presence of the new COVID-19 variant in the Philippines. Jackie Manabat, ABS-CBN News. Authorities have concluded the investigation into the controversial party held recently in Baguio City that violated health protocols. That's according to the city's mayor, Benjamin Magalong, who resigned from his post as national contact tracing chief following the backlash he received for attending that event. The findings from the probe have yet to be released, but Magalong says he is now focused on improving the health protocols for businesses in the city so that they can reopen and get back lost revenue. The mayor notes the summer capital of the Philippines lost 1.6 billion pesos in gross revenue at the height of the lockdown last April, and he expects the losses to be even higher this year. It's a huge impact on our economy. Kira-plerap kami mag-recover, kada sibigla pa kami binalik sa GCQ, which is, which uh, you know, it's, I think it's the most logical way of uh, resolving itong mga surges namin. We cannot violate the IATF guidelines. We cannot. We have to strictly comply with it. So ang sasabihin na lang namin siguro, just wait for further announcement. But for the meantime, we are not allowing tourists to come up to Baguio City. Magalong says he continues to perform his duties as contact tracing chief after the palace rejected his resignation, but he maintains his resignation is irrevocable. In a press briefing earlier today, National Task Force on COVID-19 Chief Implementer Carlito Galvez Jr. urged Magalong to stay put. Cebu City reimposes a liquor ban on all public places starting tomorrow. Mayor Edgardo Labella says this is due to a major spike in coronavirus cases in the city. Cebu City reported more than 100 new COVID-19 injections in the last four days of January. Active cases, they are now stand at over 1,500. Local authorities attributed the spike to large gatherings during the holiday season. Foreign Secretary Todoro Loxin Jr. clarifies that Chinese survey vessel Jia Zheng, which has or which was seen in Catanduanes, did not have permission to stay on Philippine waters. The Chinese embassy said it was given proper clearance to seek shelter due to bad weather, denying reports that it was intruding. But Loxin in a tweet said the vessel was only allowed to seek shelter until the bad weather has passed and not to stay there for several days. The Philippine Coast Guard reported that the vessel has already left. World News Now, the U.S. make that threatens to reimpose sanctions on Myanmar's generals after they seized power and detained the country's elected leader, Aung San Suu Kyi. The Nobel laureate's whereabouts remain unknown more than 24 hours after her arrest. 
U.S. President Joe Biden says the reversal of Myanmar's pro progress toward democracy calls for a review of sanctions and appropriate action. He adds his administration will watch how other countries will respond. The U.N. Security Council is due to meet on Tuesday amid calls for a strong global response to the power grab. The military junta, meanwhile, has removed 24 ministers and named 11 replacements to oversee government agencies. A powerful winter storm blows high winds and dumps snow across the U.S. Northeast, causing widespread disruption in New York City and other urban centers. At its peak, the storm could bring as much as four inches of snow per hour across the country's most densely populated region until Tuesday. It could be the first winter storm to generate more than two feet of snow in New York City in five years. In New Jersey, the governor has declared a state of emergency suspending bus and commuter rail service. In sports, the defending NBA champions Los Angeles Lakers soared past the Atlanta Hawks 107-99. Anthony Davis scored 25 points while LeBron James dominated in crunch time to finish with 21. The Lakers took control with a 16-0 run, bridging the third and fourth quarters. Trey Young led the Hawks with 25 points and 16 assists. The Lakers now have 16 wins in 22 games, while the Hawks have an even 10-10 card. That'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this newscast to on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe. Keep it here on ANC.